Church's devotional podcast, devoted to bringing you some spiritual truth to consider every day, Monday through Friday. Well, thank you for joining us. Our passage for today comes from Matthew 18. We're going to start in verse 23. Therefore, the kingdom of heaven may be compared to a king who wished to settle accounts with his servants. When he began to settle, one was brought to him who owed him 10,000 talents. And since he could not pay, his master ordered him to be sold with his wife and children and all that he had in payment to be made. So the servant fell on his knees, imploring him, Have patience with me, and I will pay you everything. And out of pity for him, the master of that servant released him and forgave the debt. But when that same servant went out, he found one of his fellow servants, who owed him a hundred denarii, and seized him and began to choke him, saying, Pay what you owe. So his fellow servant fell down and pleaded with him, Have patience with me, and I will pay you. He refused, and went and put him in prison until he should pay the debt. When his fellow servants saw what had taken place, they were greatly distressed, and they went and reported to their master all that had taken place. Then his master summoned him and said to him, You wicked servant, I forgave you all the debt, because you pleaded with me. And should not you have had mercy on your fellow servant, as I had mercy on you? And in anger his master delivered him to the jailers, until he should pay all his debts. So also my heavenly Father will do to every one of you, if you do not forgive your brother from your heart. Josie and I happened to read this passage within a couple days of each other, and both immediately related it to uh, how we deal with our children. Are we forgiving to our children? Not do we ignore wrongdoing, uh, not do we let them get away with murder, uh, but what is our heart condition when we discipline, when we train, when we teach? Are we patient and gracious, or are we angry and vindictive when they don't behave how we want them to? And I was very convicted about this reading uh, for my morning devotions, that I'm very often uh, the latter rather than the former. And what this stems from is forgetting that I have been forgiven. Pastor Todd, uh, very early on when Josie and I were pregnant with Jack, sent us a book. We weren't even back in Sebring yet. And it was a book called Parenting by Paul David Tripp. And one of the things that has stuck with me forever from that book is, I'm paraphrasing here, but he said something to the effect of, we can never forget that as we are parenting our children, we are also being parented by God. And we want to be the kind of parents who parent our children the way that God parents us. It's so easy to forget the grace and the mercy and the forgiveness that God gives us every day. If God punished me and brought fire and brimstone and anger and wrath down every time that I disappointed him, every time that I did things my way rather than his way, every time that I let him down, I would be dead years ago. I can't, you know, as a child, probably. The extent to which I have transgressed his rules, his good directions, versus what my children who are, well, first of all, they're children and fallible and, and, and broken and sinful just like any human, transgress my few rules. And really the ones that make me the most upset aren't the ones that are the most indicative of sin in their heart, but are the ones that most inconvenience me. And so when I lash out 
like the selfish servant in this story, in this parable. I am also the one who is forgetting that I have been forgiven. My takeaway has been from this, I need to greater appreciate and be gracious for and remember God's mercy and grace and forgiveness to me. In the same way, in all of our dealings with other people, people who let us down, people who hurt us or offend us or say something rude, it it may be someone has legitimately harmed you, has done evil against you. And we might fe- you, you might be feeling justified and lashing out in anger and resentment and bitterness and frustration and letting them have it because they deserve it. They really did you wrong. Again, we must remember the wrong that we have done against our Heavenly Father and the grace and the mercy and the forgiveness that He has shown us. Remember Ephesians 4.32. This was one of our memory verses growing up in kids' ministry. Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other. And what is the grounds? What is the power and the motivation for our forgiveness? Just as in Christ, God forgave you. So how do we forgive people who do the unforgivable? How do we forgive people for little things that we, we would say aren't a big deal, but we continue to carry that resentment, that bitterness in our hearts? The greatest motivation is not going to be to shame ourselves and to feel guilty. It's going to be to run back to those passages that remind us the love that has been lavished on us by the Heavenly Father, who has every reason to hold our sin against us and does not because of Christ Jesus, because of the gospel, because of the good news of His great love with which He loved us. When our hearts are full of the love and grace and forgiveness of our Heavenly Father, when we remember that this is true, and we feel that, we, we know it in our heads and we feel it in our hearts, only then do we have the power and the motivation to forgive those who have hurt us, who have inconvenienced us, who have made our lives inconvenient. But this is our call as Christians, is to forgive others. Why and how? Because God forgave us first. Lord, we thank you for your great forgiveness, your great mercy on us. While we were your enemies, you died for us. Lord, help us to believe this, help us to live this, help us to, to pour over Scripture to find those, help us to pour over Scripture to find those passages that remind us of this beautiful truth that we might show supernatural forgiveness, mercy, grace, and even patience to them. We thank you for the power to do this and that we can only do it because of your love. We love you. Help us to live it out. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. But thank you for tuning in to another edition of Let's Talk. Church family, you are loved. Have a blessed day.